0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. JM Rewind gives us an opportunity to check out recent conversations we've had on JM and the AM. Aryeh Frankel and Yair Jablinowitz are responsible for logistics in Israel for the thousands of NCSYers this summer. We spoke with them at NCSY Cola last week. Here they are on JM Rewind on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, we have two special guests. I told you, some outstanding early morning guests it is a product of their very busy schedule. They have limited time that they could spend with us here at JMNAM, although I'm getting the feeling now that I may drag things on a bit and force them to stick around for a while. We have Aryeh Frankel. He has been with us before. He's the CEO of Yad Israel, And it says something else here on the note. I'm not quite sure exactly what that is. Actually, it indicates that you're the person sitting next to me. How do you like that, Aryeh? Welcome to the show. Oh, let me turn on your microphone. Limited staff, you know. You have, Absolutely. You have to pray the mics go on also. Not just pray to get it to Israel. You got to pray that the mics actually work as well. And Yair Jablinowitz is here, Director of Client Relations of Yad Yisrael. A pleasure to welcome you here as well. Pleasure to be here. Uh, well, did you think you'd see us this summer? Are you? Did you think that you'd be at some point surrounded by hundreds, if not thousands, like last night, right at Yom NCSY, of... 10th and 11th graders and high schoolers from all over the United States?
1: Well, I was definitely praying that I would. (laughs) Um, And we, back in September, even in August 2020, we had to make uh, a tough decision. It takes about 10, 11 months to plan a summer like this. And uh, we had to decide if we're getting going, if we're going to start working and planning or not. So... About a year ago, almost a year ago, we had to make that call and that decision. And we believed that we would see you here this summer, which is why we, we started off and started planning our summer.
0: Take me back a year earlier, or half a year earlier, I guess would be more accurate. I'm assuming that everything was in place for the summer of 2020. And then I would have to assume that the vendors and companies that you work with, because things, you know, this whole pandemic started relatively late, right, vis-a-vis the summer months, it was Purim, Pesach, right, I would assume they were pretty understanding that everybody, the whole world hopped the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? Then you have to make this decision after the summer of 2020 that you just described. And if I remember the atmosphere around September, October, uh, I'm not so sure people would have said to you at that time that this was the right decision or the sensible Decision. How many different plans or tiers did you have to implement in order to balance the fact that you might see all these students here in Israel and that you might not
1: see all these students here in Israel? So that's a great question. Um, there's about 140 tour companies in Israel that bring groups into Israel. 139 of them did not open and said there's no chance there's one company, our only company, that got going, and everybody thought that we were insane. When we sent out reservations to hotels, they... October time. Yeah. Some of them did not even respond, and those who responded put a big smiley on, on, the, <laughs> on the response, saying, you've got to be kidding. You know, what are you talking about? Uh, we had a, our first war was to try and convince them that we want to hold down reservations for the summer, and uh, we want to make this summer happen. And it happened. It did. But still...
0: I have to assume that because of the limited number of hotels, that's the feeling I'm getting, that there's a certain percentage of hotels that are simply not open in Israel, right? Correct, right. The limited number of hotels, the way that different attractions and, um, what do you call it, trip locations are handling this whole pandemic thing. Everyone's got their own rules, right? Even they, they take the government's rules and they either you know add a little or subtract a little. Everyone's got their guidelines. With all of that, you didn't know if all those would open to full capacity with the numbers you need. That's true. I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. That's I'm true. just trying to describe to the audience that the whole thought
1: process must have been very frustrating because you had no clue what the real answer was. For, that's, that's correct. That's a very good analysis of, of the situation. For the, entire, I, for the past year, basically, the rules in Israel have been changing on a regular basis. Yeah. Some would say on a daily basis. Correct. There were times where museums and sites were entirely closed. Mm-hmm. Then there were times where they were open, but you could only bring in 10 people every hour. So every time we made a reservation, according to the rules that day, we got a response. Say, you can come to Yad Vashem, but only three groups per day. Right. So our, our evaluation was one day at a time. Um, we believe that you can't just look at the present, you need to look at the future. We believe if you have a Muna, and you say, down the line it's gonna be okay, you say, all right, I'm gonna take whatever you're gonna give me now, just write my name down there in your, your mind, in your schedule, and I'm going to be back. I'm going to call you again in two weeks. And when the regulations change again, you're going to allow me to bring in one more group. And that's how myself, our entire team worked this entire year. Every time taking whatever we could, we call it the salami system. You slice off a slice until eventually you get the whole salami piece that you were looking for. And that's how we've been working all year long. There have been many surprises down the line. A week before some of the groups came in, we got a call from a hotel saying, listen, we're not going to make it. We're closing down our whole food system. We're closing down our dining room. We're not going to be able to serve any food. We thought we'd have more reservations, and we don't have. So either you come here without food or you don't come here. These are the kind of phone calls we got this year. We've never got such phone calls in the past. Right.
0: Okay, so for both of you, yeah. are you? Yeah. Th- there has to have been in the last few weeks some episode, if not episodes, where what you just described happened. We had a reservation for 100, the place is now closed. We had a reservation for X number of meals or activity, and we can't service that many. I mean, this is probably, I mean, it had to
2: have happened more than once, no? Absolutely. Um, if I, would, if I, I may add, um, sure. I think that what we do, and we speak about this a lot, is we are in the storytelling business. We tell a story here in Israel. Um, we try to describe it. We try to be an active participant. We don't like to consider the people coming here as tourists or clients. They're active uh, participants here in, the, in this miracle. Um, and what we have done here, we maneuvered from being in the storytelling business to the miracle business. And it's a true miracle <laughs> business. Uh, what we've been doing, I mean, everyone here in Israel Destination, uh, starting from RA, Um, what he's been doing is is really outstanding I mean I get phone calls every time from friends from other companies you guys are crazy you guys are insane what are you doing Um, and it's it's really rough hearing hearing the the you know the concerns and and how are we going to do this but Arya kept believing Israel Destination kept believing NCSY, uh, yeah. you know, they believers. Everyone, everyone around us.
0: What happened uh, when you called bus companies and said, "I want to reserve, you know, fifty buses for even for last night for Yom NCSY. You had to have made that reservation at some point, right? We're going to need X number of bus seats to just transport
1: kids to one event. Did they say to you? So actually, bus companies we've been working with for years. We discovered that they sold their um, their they buses. They don't have enough buses to deal with. We have to work with different companies. Um, there are definitely a lot of companies out there that are, are really dying for business and literally will do anything to get a reservation. While others are saying, listen, we can't handle your request this year, we hope to be back again in a year from now. And our job is to try to figure out solutions to these problems as they come up.
0: Well, those who stayed open... They had a major advantage being affiliated with NCSY or getting a phone call from you. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Boy, boy, right. I'll tell you. Um, I've said this, and you heard me actually say it a few minutes ago. But I've been saying this now for for weeks because I, I don't think I, I think because of the relationship I have with my listeners, I don't think anybody resents the fact that I had this unbelievable mazel of being able to get into Israel. Um, you do everything in your power, and th- and I'm saying this because I think it happened on the NCSY level also. You do everything in your power the correct way to satisfy the government of the state of Israel that, that you are now ready to go and be admitted to the Holy Land. And then you got to sit and pray and you got to pray for a miracle because I did everything. And then at the end, when I finally got on the plane, I said, this is an absolute miracle. It's a NACE that I am, that I'm here at this point. And I think people need to realize that, that your position is a NACE times, what is it, 2,300? It's a NACE times thousands of students and staff members.
1: I don't know if anybody can appreciate the level of the miracle of the fact that we are here now. You know, yesterday's Yom and CSY was an attitude of gratitude. We should be living our life like that every day because everything is a miracle, but you can't live your life. You know, it says everybody who says halal every day is doing something wrong. You, gotta, right. you have to have expectations, and, but expectations right now are very, very low. And as you're saying, even if you did everything that you should have done, there's no guarantee that you're going to get an approval, that everything's going to be okay, that everything's going to be set up. And when something works, everybody's clapping and saying thank you, which is actually a great position to be in. And the smiles I'm saying this year on, on everybody's faces seem to be stronger and, and the eyes twinkling, uh, the kids who are here on programs. It's always amazing. This year it's amazing, you know, double amazing
0: yeah that's for sure well here's the big question of course <laughs> i can't let you go without asking it <laughs> what's going to happen at the end of august <laughs> is, there, is there going to be yet another leap of faith <laughs> that when next summer rolls around we'll be uh, you know as strong and as as ready as ever for another summer? You summer it's a
1: fantastic question i hope your year is going to answer it but i i'll say i'll say one thing i think that um we were expecting a July 1st for Israel to open up right. and have individual, individuals That was the in. first
0: hopeful date right. we all had, right? Right,
1: and then that was postponed to August 1st, right. and I think even though we're not in August 1st, we all realize that it's not going to happen in August 1st, and, right. and we're coming to realize that whatever's going on, this is not a short-term process. It's probably longer, um, and there's something very painful about that, but there's something which is actually gives an opportunity for us to build and plan. Because we realize that if we're going to be living alongside this for a while, then we're going to have to have long-term plans. Instead of being surprised every day about what the new rules are for tomorrow, we're actually building long-term plans that we can deal with. I think that this pandemic is going to be with us for a while. Um, and I think that we will have tourist groups coming in also after August. But Boy, um, I hope you're right. I hope we're I really right, I really hope too. you're right. You want to add on to that, yeah.
2: I'll just say that on the line, we've got uh, several um, communities, organizations, foundations, uh, synagogues, shuls, whatever it is that all are who think they're all coming. Of, right. Not only think they're planning, they're coming. Right. right. And the demand is skyrocketed. Yes. I mean, it's it's incredible to see. It's actually heartwarming to see the connection. Yeah, now people are pining between, to get to Israel. Exactly. Jews around the world, uh, not only Jews, but especially Jews right. around the world who are just waiting, have been waiting for a year and a half to come here to Israel. Um, personally, I just want to say, two days ago. Tisha B'Av at the Kotel Um, you see people that this was their first time in a year and a half, some even more crying, literally crying and now they have two reasons to do so Tisha B'Av and the fact that they haven't been here to Jerusalem, to the Kotel for so so long Um, it's hard to watch without crying yourself and I'm saying this as an Israeli, as a person who has been to Jerusalem, the western wall many many times Um, uh, to see that is absolutely amazing and it just makes us even more powerful with what we do and gives us more fuel to continue working hard despite all the challenges and believe me there are many i, I don't know what your time frame is i was told you guys are in a rush
0: but i have other things i want to tell you <laughs> first of all on the point yeah you're just made when i was here first two weeks ago it was the first time since i don't know when probably since they built the new airport that i insisted i'd kissingly grab of Israel. Because it had been such a, you know, such a disconnect. Now, you know what the problem is? <laughs> they they brought, me, they brought me to that second level where, they, where the cabs show up, you know. <laughs> so I turned to the guy who's escorting me and I say, you think this is actually Admat Kodesh? <laughs> like, you think the second level of the airport would be an appropriate place to do it? So I thought that was an interesting quandary to have. The other thing I learned is that uh, I met with a hotel manager today. And by the way, this vibe in jerusalem of 99 percent of the hotels being israeli is very different you sit at breakfast and it's all hebrew that is very very different but very interesting also anyway so uh so the hotel manager says to me that as of tomorrow i'm sure you know this as of tomorrow there's a new rule in israel that any event wedding bar mitzvah of hundreds of people you must pcr test every single person i said to him what did you do you have a wedding here tomorrow night he said, we just hired a company to come in and do 400 BCR
1: tests. Right. And I want to respond to that and to your previous question and say that one of the things we've learned here together with our great partners, NCSY, where there's a will, there's a way. Right. And when you believe so strongly in something and you're willing to do anything to make it happen, we've crashed down walls. We've, we've made walls come down. And you really, you create a reality sometimes with your desire and with your willpower and there were kids that I thought were not going to be able to bring them in this summer. They didn't have permits. Right, Different there, countries, different states, and all that stuff. Huge right? stories. You know what? Everybody's here. They've all made it in. Uh, it seems like the willpower was stronger than the rules and regulations, and we figured out a way for each, every single one of them to come in and be here and to tour. And, and therefore, when I look down the line, I don't know how it's going to look, and we'll be quick testing it will be quick, um, 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 serological, rapid, rapid right. serological right. testing at the air. But I know one thing. The will to come in here is go- becoming stronger and stronger, and we'll work it out. We'll it sort it right of away.
0: reminds me in our tradition how if you show uh, God that you, you have enough of it, he'll push the door through for you. If you really you know, show that you, want to, uh, that you want to do it. And, and by the way, two other things I learned today. No secret, it was Roni, the, uh, the manager at the Inbal Hotel. It's always been amazing to us in the show, and we always broadcast from there. He had two things that struck me, and you'll appreciate this based on this conversation. Firstly, when we first put him on the air when the hotel was closed, or when we first were, the first time during COVID that he was on the air when the hotel was closed, he his attitude was that we are using the opportunity to renovate the hotel and to bring it to a different level, and it's always been at a pretty good level, but to bring it to a different level. And, uh, and use this as an opportunity, which I thought was a, a, an unbelievable attitude. Anybody who during COVID was able to say, you know what, I'm going to use this opportunity to grow or to explore or to extend ourselves into other areas that we don't normally extend ourselves to. I thought it was really a positive outlook. But the other thing he said to me was if anybody on his staff ever says we can't do this for a customer because of COVID, then they're fired. He said, if you say ever, he says, this hotel will run exactly the way with every service and everything. He said, there will be one difference. Everyone has to wear a mask. That is it. Other than I never want to hear that you can't get this kind of fruit for a customer because it's COVID or the room can't be cleaned because of COVID or anything. I mean, he busted a hundred things. And I thought that you'd appreciate that attitude because it's the only way to run a business.
1: It's the only way. Every day you're making a choice. Every business makes a choice every day. It's a choice of living or not living, of working or not working. And you can say, I'm scared, I don't know what's going to be, so I'm going to close, or I'm going to open and figure out how I'm going to do it. And that's a choice. And when you made, once you made that choice, that's a biggest leap of faith. After that, it's technology to figure out how to do it and in what way and what manner. We're very fortunate. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate uh, to have a great team and to be a partner of NTSY, and uh, they, they're big believers. And, and it's just great to be here this summer and to see to see what we're actually have. we're changing people's lives. It's, did you enjoy Yom C S Y? You know what I did.
0: I really More than, did. than usual, right? I really did. <laughs> I really did. Really did. <laughs> it's a great night, that's for sure. Uh, I want to thank Aryeh Frankel, CEO of Yad Yisrael, and Yair Jablitaivitz, who is director of client relations for uh, Yad Yisrael. Continued success to both of you, and I hope you. Uh, it it was early. Earlier, people were insinuating that you'll. Uh, you'll have a big sigh of relief and take a deep breath when everyone's finally back on the plane in the middle of August. I don't know. I have a feeling you'd be working just as hard after this summer because you want to get things going already for the following year.
2: Amen. Never stop.
0: Good luck to you, both of you, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Two of the key people from a key company that has, as we've learned over the years, that have had, have had such an important effect on the activities of NCSY uh, when the NCSY summer programs get to uh, Israel, and a big yeshikach to them and continued success in their company. More coming up, everybody. It's JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning at NCSY Colel. That was my conversation with Aryeh Frankel and Yair Jablinovich. Ray Moshe Benevitz, he leads NCSY Colel. Not only did he join us on the air, but he brought along some NCS Wires to discuss how great the Colel program is. Ray Moshe Benevitz and students, NCS Wires uh, on JM Rewind on the Nahum Segal Network. It's hour number two of our visit to NCSY Colel on the southern end, or at least what some people are calling the southern end of the Colel campus. That's right. It's so large that this year they need two ends, the northern end and the southern end. And if you're a south sider, it means you're likely finished with 11th grade. If you're a north sider, you're likely going into 11th grade. How do I know all this? Because I pay attention to right Benevitz when he gives all these uh, descriptions of what's happening here at NCSY Kolel. He is the managing director of NCSY and director of NCSY Colel, or by Moshe Benevitz. Welcome to JM in the AM.
3: Amazing to be back. Thank you for having me.
0: What have you done with us, Rye Benevitz? This doesn't look familiar to me at all. Where am I? Am I still in Israel? Where am I right well, now? Take
3: a look out that window. <laughs> you can see the sunset. You are most certainly still in Israel. We're looking at one of the most spectacular views in the entire country and uh, we are bigger and better than ever before yeah Uh, two locations as you said and my and my joke uh, the the genesis of my joke is that normally we're on the
0: north end Beit Midrash today we're on the south end Beit Midrash which begs the question right benefits and I think I sort of alluded this uh, I I alluded to this with somebody last night maybe it was David Cutler at Yom N C S Y. if every year we're told that Kolel has no more room right and now all of a sudden. We have a whole other campus that you've been able to secure. That's That's right. That's a pretty good feeling.
3: That's right. It's an amazing feeling. It really is. Uh, I I mean this in a way that's not even facetious. We know there are uh, various midrashim, various uh, stories we are told about the powers of the base on Mikdash to accommodate as many people and this is the magic of the land of Israel this is the magic of NCSY summer programs in the land of Israel is the magic of the history of our people we will not run out of room there's always space there will always be space and uh, that's what we've been able to do that's what we've been able to do the demand is there and we're creating the demand throughout all of our NCSY activities throughout the year and the great recruitment efforts i know you just spoke to Elliot Tansman sure. and uh, we're not going we're not going to be turning people away from you know, this way to get in
0: it's funny because some people wonder if now there has to be a permanent 11th grade program. But I'm more clever than that, right, benefits. I know what your waiting list has looked like over the years for 10th grade. So whether you do, in fact, expand permanently to another grade or not is irrelevant. You need this space. So we might be, this may not be our only visit to the south end of the NCSY Colo campus,
3: I certainly hope it won't be. This has been a, a wonderful expansion of the program. We've been able to multiply the impact that we've been able to have, not just because of the boys that are here, but because of the opportunities that they're presented. Uh, it actually gives us the opportunity to run slightly smaller programs, right. uh, which has good and bad, but uh, certainly it's it's mostly good, and that it gives us a little bit more of a sense of one-on-one attention. And the energy that's created, is it's always incomparable, but we've really been able to amplify, that how, make long, it how long does it take you to walk to the north side? Ah, that's a great question. Have you lost a lot of weight this summer? I no. have accepted upon myself to almost never, except <laughs> no, the most almost dire, never no, no, almost never to take a ride. <laughs> and, and I'm uh, base matters to base mattress, I'm under five minutes now, so that's a good thing. It's doable? This it, oh, base yes. to the other base oh, is doable Other
4: yes. five
0: minutes? Oh, yes. I don't think I could do 12.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a ride whenever you need <laughs> Thank it. Thank you.
0: It's obvious that I do need it, right? Most Next year, golf carts. That's the... Uh, <laughs> that would be, that no would promises. Be an, that would be an improvement. I don't even know if they have those in Israel. Ha- not we'd many. Ha- we'd have to investigate. And golf courses. <laughs> yeah, they don't have many of those either. Right, Moshe benefits as well. That's a managing director of NCSY. So now your role has expanded to the point where you are uh, overseeing or have responsibility for the entire organization, frankly. Not to be too dramatic, but you really do have some type of say and some type of, uh, of a contribution to the entire NCSY prog- project.
3: yeah, you know, together with a great number of people, I know you spoke with Robert Greenland yesterday, sure. who's our international director. It's a, it's a real privilege to be working with him and to be part of this extraordinary team. All of our regional directors, all of my colleagues on the national administration, specifically the other managing directors that I work with, uh, it's, uh, it's really very, very special. There's a lot of work to be done, but we got a lot of hands on deck to do it.
0: I'm in a big schmooze mood tonight. So these guys are waiting patiently. We're going to get to them. But I'm in a big schmooze mood today. For some reason, maybe it's the South End that its influenced on me. Could I don't be. know. Maybe it's like Gavri Siegels here, and I'm just in the mood to sit and schmooze. But there's a lot to talk about, that's for sure. Uh, and uh, so can I, look, people need to realize that the majority of folks that we've spoken to at Yom NCSY and today on this Wednesday, J.M. And the A.M., who are leaders, are from the U.S., So their story is similar to mine and others in terms of getting to Israel. You had a completely reverse experience. You live in Israel, please God. So did you feel the... Any type of, I don't know, have you been allowed to have
3: free travel to the U.S. and places like that over the last few months? It's certainly not free travel. It did pick up a little bit right before the summer. I went from last March until this May without any trips at all. Oh, interesting. Since, I didn't know that. So the May dinner eight. and the Shabbat
0: were the first time that you were in New York? That
3: was the first two times, correct. And was that easy already at that point? Like you just uh, get on I the plane? I wouldn't call it easy. Everything's relative. Uh, people have had harder times with harder things for sure, uh, but it was, not, it was not free and, and simple. And uh, there are lots of questions of what's going to be next. And uh, I have no idea when my next trip will be and how it will be. Uh, but we take it one day at a time. And I've got plenty to do here with uh, everybody we were able to well, get in. That I'm sure. So
0: if we use the Shabbaton, which I think was officially in April. Um, or no, actually May. it was in May. It was in May. Sure. It was the Shabbos after Shavuos. Yeah. So it was in May. And we used the dinner, which I think was also in May or early June. I, early don't, I don't know. I was early June. Thank yeah. you. There <laughs> very you go. good. The right Fettman just keeps tracking his stuff. At those two events, did you know this was happening already or not? At yes. those, two, You yes, did yes.
3: know that you'd have hundreds of people here already in April and May. We were very confident at that point and almost certain. The, the May event even more directly contributed to that. The May event was our training weekend right. for our staff. So there you already uh, say, like, okay, well, this correct, is this happening. Correct. Uh, we were, t- we knew we were training them for something. Uh, we, it was hard to believe that actually yeah. all the people that we, were, that we were able to get in were able to get in. We could really not even imagine that Yom N-C-S-Y was going to happen at the scale in which it happened. Yeah, uh, we knew that there were certain optimistic signs. Going back to the announcement of the vaccines, that was a real turning point, uh, you know, when it was really... Possible to imagine after such wave after wave of bad news and cancellations last summer of course uh, that was a real real opportunity and and first time i think a lot of us thought hey this really might happen and then we got a bunch of good news over the following months and by the time we hit around may we uh, we knew this was going to happen these guys are very patient but i'll get to them in a minute you have an amazing roster of Rabbein. People
0: who have never been here know who you have here. Sure. It's, a, it's big hock, as they say sure. in the Jewish world, about which rabbis and Torah leaders spend their summer or part of their summer at NCSY Colo. How do you split them between these
3: two campuses? That's a great, great question for our regular Rabbein in the morning, those who are teaching. The high school guys on a regular basis, they are each assigned to a campus. We have 20 of those rebellion, uh, and they are all assigned to a particular campus. There was a little bit of a strategy of how exactly to split them up. Uh, the ones that are are capable of having greater exposure and impact on larger groups at a time we make sure that they have the opportunities to do so at other times during the day but they have a primary focus for our russia yeshiva for rabbi Shachter, rabbi Sabolovsky and Rivtorsky, uh, we try to spread that wealth around as much as possible uh, and to get them Uh, They have a main base medrish that they spend their time in, but they give a night shear and the opposite base medrish, and we certainly move them around enough to make sure that as many boys as possible have the opportunity to do so. Are they also walking in less than five minutes? Uh, We give them rides more (laughs) often than not, but... uh, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you have two superstars to your right, I uh, certainly do. Two certainly superstars do.
0: representing two very interesting areas of the United States of America. For us, the New York New Jersey area is obviously one that we focus on often. But the other student who's here, the other NCSYer who's with us, comes from the what many people are calling the only normal state in the United States of America. How do you like that? I do, indeed. And that would be uh, David Sloyansky, who's an NCSYer from Miami, from the Hebrew Academy. A pleasure to meet you, sir. It's great oh, I should turn on your microphone, shouldn't I? There you go. Please. It's
4: a pleasure to be here.
0: Appreciate that. Am I right or wrong that you're from the only normal state of all 50 states of the United States? I like to
4: think so. (laughs) Different type of normal.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you got a reputation for being an open state and being one that's interested in progress and uh, things like that. So I guess that's a good thing, right? It's a great time there. (laughs) Um, So what made you come to NCSY, Colel? Do a lot of Floridians come to the uh, programs here in Israel?
4: So it's, uh, it's actually funny. Most people don't go on Israel programs. Most of them stay in Miami and work. Wow. My original plan, I was going to go to a summer camp and work there with a few friends, but things didn't work out. And almost last second, this idea of cola came up, and I, I've honestly never heard about it until this year. And Well, who brought it to your attention? Who? So uh, me and this other friend applied to camp, right. and we both, you know, it didn't work out. We both didn't really, it wasn't the plan for us. And he, he knew of Kolel because I think he had friends that went there uh, before. His older brother went there. And he, he told me that, about the idea. I, you know, I didn't think much about it. And then as time went on, I'm like, okay, like, I like it. And then I ended up here. Hashem has a plan, you know. And uh, I'm so grateful that I'm here. How old are you, if I may ask? 18. I like when 18 year old Hashem has a plan. Like, even he gets that. You know, I
0: think you have to get to my age to understand that there's a real master plan up there. So, your life is probably going to be a little different because of this summer, right? For sure. A lot of growth. All right, Benevitz, what do you say about that? About uh, young teenagers coming to NCSY Colonel and their lives being a lot different than when they first got here?
3: It's a transformative program uh, more than anything else and we're living in transformative times. Uh, It's true what you're saying about the fact that it's so refreshing to hear uh, young people saying the fact that that this is the, you know, God has a plan for them but if there's one thing we learned over the past year and a half it's that that is uh, we're not in control of so many things. Uh, And it's great to be able to do the things that we're capable of doing, make the decisions we're capable of making and also turning to God above and saying, hey, this is, uh, this is part of a greater plan that we are dealing with. And when you could do
0: it at that age, it's pretty impressive. Well, uh, good luck to you this summer. Based on Reibenevitz's uh, evaluation, it sounds like you're doing great. It's a great summer on real time. Arach Hashem, wow. Alicia Markovitz is here, who's an NCS wire from Bergenfield, New Jersey, and I am told, attends TABC. That How do you like true. that? Is, is he the only TABCer here this summer, Rabbi Beneviz? I don't think he's the only TABCer
3: within three feet of uh, where he's sitting.
0: No, but TABC does have a nice contingent here, right? Large number of students from Huge. TABC. Where that, I think it's like that every year, right? It certainly
3: is. And you would know because you've been here since year one, right? Uh, pretty much just about yeah, accurately or not year one maybe year two why do people
0: no. always say year one with you I yeah
3: it, it was hard to say exactly what year one was but uh-huh. uh, right around there understood alicia how would you evaluate the summer so far
4: this summer has been unbelievable unbelievable Baruch Hashem. um so many opportunities and uh and stuff i wouldn't be able to do otherwise um, last year um, the plan was to go on anti-psycolo and when I found that I wasn't going, that just wasn't a possibility. So, oh this uh, is
0: here's a perfect example you bet you thought you were
4: NCSY summer life was over, and then thank God they took students from 11th grade. That's very true, that's very true. And uh, it's amazing to be here, and I'm so happy that everything worked out. Backtrack for a second. How
0: devastating would it have been if you would end- have ended up not being here at all any of these summers?
4: Extremely, extremely devastated. Um, I, 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 everybody that, that, all my close friends that are older than me that, that went on NCSY school always come back and say, Oh, each other's program is for you. You're yeah. going to have an excellent summer there. And when I found out that, uh, that it was canceled last year, I, I was honestly very nervous.
0: You know what's funny? How many seriously are on the north end? How many? 200? Like How many do you have up just there? Just under 200. And what do you have here? Just under 170. The reason I'm asking is because there's 170 stories like that. Because every one of these guys would not have were not here last year and probably all thought that that ship had sailed. It's, not, it's just never going to happen for me. And what he's saying, Alicia is duplicated all those times with all those students.
3: It's amazing, and there, there is a certain energy that is created specifically in our South based Medrash with the 11th graders. Mm-hmm. There is a sense of appreciation, a sense of purpose that is much higher than anything we've ever experienced before. Yeah, uh, I had a feeling. I had, they came in with a different attitude. No question about like, it. Like, thank God I'm here. <laughs> no question, no
0: question. <laughs> what did you do last summer?
4: Um, I was actually on NC Swakow in TVC. Right. There was a little program there. That do you remember you we were
0: there one morning? Um, it was a really rough weather morning, so a lot of guys ended up coming in. <laughs> I think it was one of those I, flooded mornings. I do remember that. I <laughs> do remember that. <laughs> so like, there were seven guys there. But, you know, honestly, and I, I, think, I think David Cutler totally agrees with me on this. For one summer, we all said, okay, we could put up with it. If it would have happened again, all of us, me, him, you, we all would have been very, very disappointed. Thank God we're in Israel is all I could say. Anyway, continued success to you, Alicia. Thank you so much. And to both of you, your parents should be very proud. Thank you, thank you. And thanks for representing uh, uh, the NCS Wires here so well tonight. Right, Benevitz, continued success, pretty amazing you chose some good ones tonight right benefits we certainly did we've had hits and misses over the years you chose some good ones what more, can I more hits than misses <laughs> it's kidding. not hard to do you know i i don't it. even know if there ever yeah. was a this what do you want from me <laughs> not I mean, I i'm just being dramatic that's all and anybody out there that's considering cole now's the time did you hear that pre-registration has begun already? it is open already for 2022 Right, if it's, there's no discussion about whether there'll be a 2022 we've already we've already announced there will be a 2022 season can't wait pre-register now
3: can't wait We're Summer. working on it already.
0: summer.ncsy.org by the way what would you say because, uh, you know, I said before, 170 stories. not really true because you do have some 11th graders every year, right? Every year there's some. Sure, sure, sure.
3: So w- but we don't have it. Not one of them has been on an NCSY, has been on NCSY COLA before. We usually have right. our power program. Repeats. Yeah, of course. And we don't right. have a single one.
0: These are the first-time 11th graders, which is the exception for you yeah, for this correct. year. That's so correct. What would you, so, what, so what would you say to somebody next year for 11th grade programming that may as well apply? Because chances are they'll... They'll either be part of what will be an expanded program or they'll be in that category, where like you way, just described. Right. That's right. I'm no, sneaking no in hesitation. in that group of 20 or you 30. You bet. You bet. Summer.ncsy.org. David Cutler likes the fact that we're actually sitting here on the air planning for next summer. David Cutler's favorite thing to do to me is before Yom NCSY, he tells me the date of next year's Yom NCSY. That's one of his favorite things to do. I said to him the other day that the fact that both of us know that next year Tishabov is a Nidcha is scary. That Both of us already know that. That's, that's pretty scary, but that's the way it is. I anyway, snuck a peek
3: myself. I will confess, yes.
0: Anyway, thank you very much, and thank you for your hospitality. Always a pleasure. Rabbi Moshe Benavitz, everybody, with some amazing NCS wires here at uh, JM in the AM. That was my conversation with our Moshe Benavitz and the uh, guest NCSYers. David Cutler leads all the NCSY summer programs, and he was with us both at Yom NCSY and at the Colel Show last week. David Cutler with a very interesting perspective on the summer of 2021 here on JM Rewind at the Malcolm Signal Network. And ladies and gentlemen, would it be a complete visit to NCSY, Colel, and all of its wonderful programs without a conversation with David Cutler, who of course leads the entire NCSY summer operation, and who joins me, who joins me right off the bat in recognizing Shoshi Elman as an effective and trustworthy producer Of JM and the AM. David, would you agree with me that we've discovered somebody here over the last two days?
5: Yeah, I'm a little bit worried that you're going to steal her from (laughs) us. So I'm just, uh, maybe we should concentrate on her other talents. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and I heard she has multiple talents that are to the benefit of NCSY.
5: She does. She does too many things for us to list on uh, with the few minutes that we have here. But, and uh, and is, it a fact, very is it
0: a fact that she's based at NCSY Cola? Because that even NCSY Colo needs a mom, right? NCSY Colo uh, needs somebody to take uh, care of certain things. They could
5: probably use a couple moms. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she, she's, like I said, very multi-talented and... Uh, Nothing is too big and too small, and she's uh, she's tremendously valuable to us.
0: And a big thank you to her. I have a feeling that she has no interest in going on the air. Otherwise, I'd actually force her to do so, but I have a feeling she'd prefer it otherwise. Uh, David, Mazeltov, to you. Congratulations. So many people, including myself, have concentrated over the last few weeks about some of the challenges that NCSY Summer's had. And we've outlined them multiple times in these two shows. But... For a moment, I'm going to say Mazel Tov. Thank God we're in Israel. Thank God over 2,000 students. NCS Wires are in Israel. And that you're enjoying a banner summer. It may be difficult in some ways, but a banner summer.
5: Baruch Hashem. Thank you. Uh, I, I think Mazel Tov is, uh, is appropriate. And uh, we are very grateful to Hashem and grateful to everyone. The people that you had on, you know, Aryeh Frankel and Yair and his team, they took the responsibility of getting our permits and getting us in. And uh, people have been working, and you know, we had after Yom why, We sat down with their team last night and had a couple burgers. And uh, people just literally have been—you know—we use the term round the clock. But I can't even tell you how hard everyone has been working, literally around the clock, day and night, round the year, round the year, getting us in, and then just everything that's going on here now. It's really—it's such a labor of love, and it's very fulfilling. Baruch Hashem, it's a tremendous bracha to love what you do. And to see the results or for them to pay off this way, I mean, last night, Yomen CSY was the payoff for everything we've been working on, you know, so in such a concentrated amount of time over the last few weeks. From the time we knew we were going, we basically had to cram five months of work into about three to four weeks. And it was, when I tell you we were working around the clock, it's, uh, it's not an exaggeration. And we, we couldn't have had, you know, enough help to get everything done the way we did. And, and it's uh, funny because
0: um, the way things usually work, Logistics is not at the top of your list. You have people that are really dealing with every detail. But now logistics got to the top of everyone's list to worry about. Everything is logistics.
5: You know, they say location, location, location. <laughs> right. So it's logistics, logistics, logistics. And uh, this is the summer. We're calling it the summer of last-minuteness and, and adjustments. And that's what we're doing. We're really, uh, Baruch Hashem, we're, we're making the adjustments we have to. And I think what everyone is feeling is we're, we're grateful to be here. And uh, whatever we have to do. But la- last night was the payoff. To see a couple thousand people in Eric Yisrael celebrating that way with Eitan and Shlomo and dedicating a beautiful Torah. And what was so nice is that you had the Torah has an effect on everybody. But last night it was so special to see the yeshiva kids and the papa school kids and, and, and the parents and the alumni and the NCSY employees and just everybody together celebrating that Torah. You know, the, the attitude of gratitude that they celebrated last night. Uh, really, really said it all. And uh, like I said, that was the payoff for all the number of uh, the weeks and the months that have, have preceded the summer, God willing.
0: You say this to us every single year. You look at Yom NCSY, you have kids from Frum families and kids who are now thinking about adding Frumkite to their upbringing. And they're
5: all together, dancing, celebrating, and having this incredible experience. If you'll notice, that what I was looking at last night, besides just the, the happiness and the Ruach, was... The kids in the yellow T-shirts were the TJJ kids. And I was seeing how many of them were dancing with the Torah. And there were plenty. And, and just that's what we've always wanted. The TJJ kids with the Kolo kids and the Makhlala kids. And just the, we're, we're all at the, we started the night, every Yom C S Y. It's not a coincidence. It's not because there are lack of Jewish songs. <laughs> we, we start Yom C S Y with <laughs> Am Yisrael Chai. Right. We start there. It's not a coincidence. Um, and because that's what we are. We are one, especially, again, the Omen CSY is a program that we, we you know, we fought to get it on, on the map, so to speak, because it's, it's it is a very expensive night, but it's the essence of who we are. It's the essence of kids who are literally experiencing their first Shabbos ever. Kids who have no idea, you know, and certainly never been to Israel and certainly don't own a pair of thfillin, and children have never lit Shabbos candles, and kids who are in Kolel and sit there who have been from their whole lives, and just to celebrate that diversity, and bringing everyone together like that is, is an incredible thing. I, I think Yom NCSY is, is by far the highlight of our summer because it literally defines who we are. And, and you watch the videos that night, and you see the kids who are learning, see the kids who are traveling Israel, and and I think our, di- our diversity defines us. You know where you'll be on July thirteenth, twenty 2022? Exactly where? No. I know I'll be at Yom NCSY 2022. Hopefully it'll um, be in Israel. Yeah, it'll, I hope it'll be in Israel. You know, we have one or two locations in mind. Uh, one of which might be the one we had last night, but we'll see how everything shakes out numbers-wise. I thought it was funny. I think this is at least
0: my third location for Young Men's CSY, maybe more at this point. And every one of them has that magical hill, that beautiful amphitheater, and a beautiful setup that really gets everybody dancing together. They
5: really do. It's, it's, it's very special. Again, Israel at night. at eight, you know, we, start, we always start 8.30 is our magical time. That's when it gets dark enough to have it and, and beautiful. And eight 8.30 is our magical start time. And uh, it's, you know, we used, I always, myself, I'm sort of more of an indoors man with air conditioning, more, <laughs> more than outdoors. So when we started this venue as an outdoor venue, I was like, yeah, there was one year we did it indoors. And it, it just was not the same. Uh, the outdoors, you know, in the, air, in the land of Eretz, is, uh, is very special. And also you can have fireworks then. So I, I happen to like the fireworks. So I'm not going to lie to you. That's pretty cool. A
0: lot of great elements to it. David Cutler is here. Well, I have big news for you. At some point in the last 24 hours, registration for 2022 opened up, summer.ncsy.org. Could you imagine? By the way, any idea if people have already done it?
5: Uh, We have a lot. We have a whole bunch of kids. We had had a couple dozen today who pre-registered already for next summer. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) We did it exclusively today for those. We gave first an opportunity to those who were signed up for this summer as an exclusive opportunity. Uh, We literally had a couple dozen registrations today. And uh, by the end of the month We're going to open it up to everybody In a couple of days um, By the end of the month You'll have, you know, five, six hundred kids Who are re- pre-registered for next summer What do you think of the south side of the Kolol? I think it's great I actually I went to uh, sorry, I went to Yeshiva here in Yerushalayim. All right So I haven't Was been that da- up or, or here? That was up That was up But then. this is where we ate on Shabbos Interesting our, our food was driven in every day But we walked down here on Shabbos So I haven't been here Down here since 1990 so when I was driving here before with my wife, I was like, "Wow, this is a real like 1990. Yeah, that's a long, long time ago." Time, yeah, yeah. So it's wonderful. No, it's a beautiful setup down here, and uh, you know the 11th graders are down here on the Machina program, and it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. I, I look. I think. I hope. I hope we need two campuses again next year. I hope they'll have us back. You know, I, I uh, I'm pretty sure they will. But we we haven't gotten to that discussion yet. But it's it's a, it's a beautiful thing. The
0: 11th grade. What tremendous beneficiaries! of what NCSY declared they would do. Because I'm telling you, as I said to you last night, so many people that were leaving 10th grade last year felt that they just missed out and they'll never be able to make up this NCSY summer program this summer. And look what happened. You opened it up to them. And
5: I mean, I, I, I could use the expression, you're sold out basically. Yeah, by the way, you should know, in April, we had these two campuses basically on hold the entire year. We didn't know if we were gonna need them. Up until that vaccine announcement came out with the 12 right. to 15 year olds, we had over, we had 365 boys signed up between the two 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 grades, and then the, the vaccine hadn't come out yet, and we were we were not that we didn't know how many kids would be able to get into Israel without getting vaccinated. And therefore, even even in April, like we started making the judgment of okay, how many kids are we going to be able to get into the one campus because we don't know how many kids are going to. And then Baruch Hashem, just like that, the vaccine comes out. Where two campuses, almost nobody out of 362 boys that were signed up, I think over 350, you know, ended up making it in, thank God. And it's um, it's tremendous. There's the two-campus thing here between here and Makhlelet and the four buses on Jolt Israel and the two buses, the 100 kids on Give. And uh, you know the, the dozen buses of TJJ.
0: It's uh. Is it a dozen? Is it twelve buses already?
5: It's, it's more than it's. It's actually fifteen buses, including the other the public school kids right. that are that are considered TJJ. And then we actually have three buses of TJJ kids on the West Coast this summer. I know right. I'm not sure for a lot of people here in Israel but we have we have three TJJ. <laughs> you mean buses, the West Coast of the United States? <laughs> the West Coast of the United States. We have three buses of which, are, which is tremendous. We didn't know if we'd get one bus of kids on the on the West Coast. Now we got three buses of kids on the on the West Coast, mostly younger kids in the United States. And uh, and they're having a, a wonderful time. They're actually doing great. Another lesson I learned tonight, David Cutler, because we've done this before, and yet I learn a lesson every
0: time. The recruiting that your NCSY leaders are doing during the year
5: for NCSY summer is pretty impressive. Oh, it's very impressive. That, that's why I really wanted you to talk to Elliot tonight, who right. really re- heads up all of our recruitment. Uh, and it's an impressive thing when you think about it in COVID. You know, we, we went from a, he usually, he loves Delta Airlines. I probably shouldn't say that on there. He loves, uh, he, we love Elal, we love Elal. But he, in the United States, he loves to travel Delta. And he travels all over the country going to Shabbatonim and clubs. And and he wasn't able to travel this year. And yet, our numbers were higher than ever. We did a, we used Zoom, uh, you know, masterfully, Baruch Hashem. And we had wonderful meetings and uh, our recruitment team, did just an incredible job, and learning to learning to you know recruit virtually with our regions, with our different different schools and schools around the country, and uh, as you can see, it was a, it's a new model. So we're going to get back to traveling, God willing, we'll still travel. So that is still in our budget. That will not take the travel line off of our budget, but we also now know we can recruit virtually, and we we've added that to our repertoire, if you will. So we have that. You know, the, the double weapon of being able to recruit in person and being able to recruit over the computer. I'm just glad that the regional directors and the chapter
0: heads uh, have NCSY summer as a priority when they speak to their kids about what to do in the future. You know, the discussions about where to go to high school, discussions about what to do post high school, etc. Those are
5: discussions. But summer is important as well, and they keep that in mind. Summer has become... For, for my job security and for, for us Has become, it's no longer a luxury Summer used to be right. like completely a luxury it's true. Obviously, you know, yeshiva tuition and, and putting a roof over your head In a car is, uh, comes before But the Rebeim and the yeshivas and, and the schools and the communities Are now prioritizing summer just like they are school Because the kids grow Some of them grow as more over the summer than they do during the year Because it's just that special of an environment And uh, so it's not only has it become a priority, but we have some of our regions who have full-time employees who just work on, on, on recruitment of summer and follow-up from summer. And that, that's the model that we're gonna be working on. We want all of our regions to have at least one, if not several, full-time employees who just concentrate on summer recruitment and summer follow-up and continuing the relationships that are built in the summer, uh, because that's the most successful model. What we, what we see for our, our growth uh, the more boots on the ground that are working full-time in summer programs and summer program follow-up, the bigger our numbers are going to be. And the follow-up
0: helps in getting people in the right direction when it comes to college. The follow-up helps in getting their siblings to be interested in summer programs and, and their See, friends and family And family engagement as well. We're right. also
5: really, and now we're doing family engagement in the communities as well. Shabbos, different programming on Shabbos and Sundays for families and getting families engaged in Yiddish Kite, it's, it's, it's very tremendously special. And we're working, we work so well with our regions around the country. It's it's really an organizational effort where it's just, it's just a cycle. You know, you're know, you doing things during the year, it carries over into the summer, or sometimes the summer is the entry point, and then it carries back into the year. And we're just all working together as bar and bar mitzvah programming that we're doing together, family engagement that we're doing together. And then there's the summer, and then there's the year-round programming, which, which, Anything from a public school club to Khaburas uh, that take place, especially of uh, Sabolovsky's uh, programs that he does on Friday in, in the yeshivas in New Jersey. It's it's uh, it's amazing. It, it's a wonderful effort. And, and, you know, again, all the credit goes to our parent company, the Orthodox Union, who really makes it all all worth it. Uh, so everybody should, uh, you know, drink Coke, not Pepsi, because uh, they're the OU. Am I allowed to say that? And uh, But I have a lot about Karasatov, the OU. You know again they don't just pay for my cell phone and my laptop but they they really make all of us you know just proud to be jewish and proud to be giving back to the community in, in the way that we do and that's us and it's yachat and it's the it's the the political arm and it's the the the, the teach and, and everything oh, they endless. do yeah. it's really endless what they do for the jewish community it, it, it's really wonderful and uh, i cannot have enough for the atov for what they you know sticking through covid and then really keeping us on board and keeping everything going and, uh, and in giving us the chance to, you know, put off our deadlines this year and to bring, you know, 1,600, 1,700 kids here to Israel and another 800 in the States is uh, it's a tremendous opportunity, which none of us take for granted. David Cutler. They made a good decision when they made you the head of NCSY Summer. Uh,
0: I hope so. <laughs> Continued success to you. And thank you again, as I said to you yesterday, for including us in what has become a banner year for NCSY Summer.
5: Amen. Thank you. We should do it. Continue many years together. Bezra Hashem with good health. Amen. And, uh, and doing wonderful things sharing and sharing. So with uh, Soros Tovos. And. Really inspiring these kids. That's really what it's all about. Their connection to Judaism and uh, and and someone had said before. You know, I think they were talking to you off uh, off the air. The relationships that are created on NCSY summer and NCSY in particular, their their life their life lasting. They're they're not they not, not about one summer. You know, just finished. It's it's really for the rest of your life, and uh, that's what's so special. So most of our staff right now went on a programs as, as a kid right and that's that's so filling to see that that circle where everybody's coming back and you know people like Amosha moshe who grew up in ncsy and now are running the programs and and so many staff members who are on tjj people who became from through tjj and are now staffing it at, um, it's tremendous and people who live here in eric saw so people here we run people people here who were in, in the israeli army strictly because they went on tjj got inspired and now they're living in israel in the army it's uh, phenomenal Continued success, David. Anybody out there wants information?
0: Summer.ncsy.org.
5: Summer.ncsy.org. Summer 2022 is underway, and uh, <laughs> please, uh, please be in touch with us because we're gonna we're gonna keep doing wonderful things. Thank you very much, David. Hashem. Thank you, Nachum.
0: Uh, J M and the A M. What uh, an amazing two broadcasts these have been. Yom NCSY. That's what dominated our Tuesday morning broadcast, and now our visit NCSY Colel dominating our Wednesday morning broadcast. That was my conversation with David Cutler. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty more coming up next week. Another edition of JM Rewind. And right now, more music and plenty of great programming on NSN right here at the nahum Siegel Network.